Welcome to the See You Next Summer podcast. And with me, as always, is the, I suppose, the Mac to my ginger. And with us today is a special friend of mine. You might have seen him if you're part of the Action Army. And you've seen him around the internet. Just a swell guy. Um, I'm hopefully saying his name right. But uh, he, he, we'll just call him the Babs to our um, um, Ginger and Mac. Um, I'm with Raul and Pardis um, Jesu Dason, I think is how you say your last name. Close enough. Jesu Dawson. But yeah, you're close mm. enough. Okay, so uh, how are you guys doing? You first. I'm doing great. I'm doing really great. Thank you all, both of you for having me on. No, you're welcome. Uh, also, I was going to ask, is part of this, it's kind of like, um, is it French? Is it Indian? Is it Hindu? So part of this is a Persian name, and oh, just Persian. Like is an Indian name. Yeah, because I was like, would it be French like party? I was like, I was thinking about it. I was like, part of this, nice. Pardon. Oh, pardon. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, but today, also because Billy brought part is because he's really, he loves animation films. That's also like we also love animation as well. And today we're gonna explore one of the pioneers of DreamWorks animation. I think it's one of the first ones, I think. One of the first like DreamWorks, even though it's an Armin film, but DreamWorks distributed it. The much very adult message film, Chicken Run. Yeah, so it was kind of tough to find thanksgiving movies and uh i didn't want to do free birds yeah the turkey I, one the, the one with the turkeys so i was just like huh tur- i i would just have rather rewatched chicken run mm-hmm. because this was one of the better. movies i rewatched like all the time as a kid this was very mm-hmm. very specific because this was like the first stop motion movie that i ever saw mm-hmm. and i haven't seen this since i was Ooh, in the single digits. So it's it's been a nice. long time since I've rewatched this movie, and I'm really glad that I did because there's a lot that we can discuss. For... Didn't it came out when you were born? Because I saw no. this one in theaters. I was four when it came out. Really? Yep, two thousand. Oh, I thought it came out earlier. Yeah, y'all got it ten days, about seven days before we did. Because wow. I was living in at that time, because I was born there. Mm-hmm. Well, and also because also I was in Mexico back then. And so I'm like, I also, like, uh, there were some stuff that I was telling Billy that I remember when I was a kid. Like, for example, that chicken that had the glasses. I'm pretty sure in this in the Spanish dubbing, it was a guy. Like, the voice was from a guy. And so I'm like, and now seeing it in English, I was like, oh. So there were all women, except the, the old rooster. And Mel Gibson, of course. But I was like, uh, and then we're going to get to Mel Gibson. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can't. We, we did it with signs, but every single time Mel Gibson <laughs> is in something, we, we're just going to bring up the elephant in the room. We kind of <laughs> have to. Yeah, but yeah, Chicken Run. I still like uh, one of the scenes that I will never forget. Even the first time I saw it is when the first chicken dies. And I'm like... Nice. Yeah, was because like, was when, nice. like when an animation film gets violent, that's the thing. Comparing to it because you love animation too as well. You know that animation right now is holding back compared to animation from the 90s and 80s that they were mm-hmm. like more violent and more hardcore for children? Yeah. 
Like, we're from the generation that we saw the mice dying in the in American Tale in the first five minutes, Mufasa dying, and those go to heaven when you see the hell scene. Like, well, there's so many stuff in those 80s and 90s films. I was like, uh, I'm also, I will never forget the kid turning into a troll in the troll in Central Park. That's a reference oh, for a lot of people. Yes. You know this. You know this scene. Yes. I'm one of the few people that saw that movie and liked it. Controversial. <laughs> I like that movie. <laughs> I like a lot as well. Like, I know it's like, it may be a bad movie, but I still, mm-hmm. I watched it as many times as a kid. Mm-hmm. And also, The Vines in Anastasia. Now it's part of the Disney canon, but that's the thing. It was like a, a lot of movies right now in the present they're holding back. And like uh mm-hmm. that's the same thing that I was saying. I remember when me and Billy were discussing Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse felt like a refresher because Spider-Verse felt like violent from like from the 80s and 90s. It was like yeah, a hard, hardcore fun. PG. <clears throat> yeah. Better go ahead. Yeah, and so what do you think about it when the first time you saw it, Partis? So I remember seeing this in the theater when I was little. Mm-hmm. My mom and my mom and dad took me, and like after watching the movie, I just fell in love with the movie because like I'm a huge animation person, of course, and mm-hmm. animation is like beautiful. Like it took forever for them to make this movie, like for two years, I believe. Like they started in 1998 in January, and then they completed it the next year in June, I believe, 1999. Yeah, and then it took a year for it to come out. So yeah. Yeah, stop motion is no joke. Like, the whole animation process of doing stop motion, there's a reason why Leica, which is a stop motion company, and Aardman, they take forever to distribute films because they're animating the movies. It's not because they're, like, writing the movies or anything. Those are easy. But, um, it's not easy, but... Also, Aardman has a very particular personality-wise. Because you can compare, like, Aardman... And the Tim Burton claymation, mm-hmm. and also the Leica ones, they all have kind of like a particular kind of anime, like claymation. Like in Armin, the eyes pop. That's the thing that I have noticed in Armin. Like the eyes yeah, pop in cool. every single one. Even yeah. in the latest one that it was about soccer, about football. I forgot the title of that one. Early Man, I oh, think. Um, early Man. Early Man. Yeah. yeah. And so, and then in Leica, is more about like kind of like everything around the character. Like making me feel like the atmosphere, but also in the Tim Burton style is more about also the environment, but also making feel like super dark. Like mm-hmm. everybody, everyone, single one has a different style. But Armin, there's a thing that I would, you that you always know the different animation, also because the claymation is so like it feels like a really nice texture compared to the other ones. Like you notice all of those things in the chicken, so like. When you see a lot of people didn't like flash away, but like all of those details in flash away too, like with the tubes and all of those worms and all of that stuff and the rats. But yeah, like a chicken run, I think is the most adult Armin movie from all of them. Because after this was, they were doing already the Wallace and Gromit show, right? Well, like Wallace and Gromit first came out like in the 80s, I believe. Uh-huh. As, as short films. Yeah. They so have like three like, the Grand Days Out, um, The Wrong Trousers, and A Close Shave or a Clean Shave, something mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, Wallace and Gromit was like the, way before Chicken Run. 
mm-hmm. and then later on in like 2000 they came out with a full-length movie called the curse of the were rabbit mm-hmm. which is pretty sorry freaking fantastic by the way yeah it's really good yeah i remember seeing that <laughs> like it was it was a big uh I, I remember also when people went to aardman movies now like the recent one that you said early man i was the only one in the theater yeah me Same. too yeah i know nobody saw it i haven't seen shown the sheep though i heard that they're good oh yeah i hear farm uh sean the sheep farmageddon which is the sequel mm-hmm. is surprisingly really good nice yeah, I give a lot of credit to Ardman because they also create original content like mm-hmm. Pixar does. So, like, Pixar is like the American version of Ardman, I believe. I get, well, I guess in a way. But yeah, it's really mm-hmm. unfortunate that not enough people are seeing these movies. Yeah, and it's a shame because they put a lot of work into it. Same with Leica. Yep. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. But yes, we are here to talk about Chicken Run, released in 2000. And basically. What this movie is, it's The Great Escape, but with chickens. Stop motion chickens. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. And The Great Escape is a move, very, very famous movie with Steve McQueen in it. There's an iconic motorcycle chase, and it's about POWs trying to escape a concentration camp. Mm-hmm. You get that in this movie, mm-hmm. in like the vibes, for sure. Because the movie starts with... Our lead character, Ginger, um, who is, of course, a ginger hen, <laughs> played by Julia Sawalha, I believe. She's an English actress. There's a lot of English yes. actors in this. And they are trying to escape through the fence because they're, um, they're on a chicken farm owned by the Tweedies. And there's Mr. Tweety, who is my second favorite character in this movie. And Mrs. Tweety, who is giving off mad, like, Miss Trunchbull vibes from Matilda. Yes! Exactly, exactly. Yeah, they're, they're trying to escape the fence all just one by one. And, and um, Mr. Tweety's guarding um, the fence at night. And uh, he has his guard dogs. Something goes wrong because Bunty, who is the the fattest chicken, who lays the most (laughs) eggs, voiced by Imelda Staunton or Umbridge from Harry Potter. That um, bitch. She she can't get through. She's kind of a bitch in this movie, too. (laughs) She's just very good at playing these unlikable characters. Mm -hmm. So sassy as well. Yep. There's a lot of sass from Bunty. She can't fit (laughs) through. So Ginger ends up going through but gets caught and i love that mr tweety immediately um he tells his wife these chickens are organized and she's just like you're an idiot (laughs) and then literally um he's just like this is what'll happen to yous and then throws her in the the brig Mm -hmm. and then we get a montage of various escape attempts some of them directly from the great escape like tunneling underneath Mm -hmm. and when she keeps getting put back into this trash can thing and she's literally throwing the tennis ball at the wall like steve mcqueen does in the movie it's it's great and it's all done with just like this uh this great score by who did this score ah john powell Mm. nice and uh 
another man, Harry Gregson Williams. But nice. That's that's really cool. So, um, also, can we talk one of the yeah. twists that I never noticed when I was a kid? Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> that Mr. Tweety, Mrs. Tweety. I always thought when I was a kid that they were she was the boss and he was an employee. And as soon <laughs> as an adult, I didn't notice that they were a married couple. I thought that too. I was always confused as because they always call each other Mr. Tweety and Mrs. Tweety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was always confused by that. But and, uh, and well, yeah. and then and there's a scene when Mrs. Tweety she's kind of horny and pitches his ass. Oh yeah, and I'm right. like, okay. Yeah, they're a married couple. What was it? <laughs> Mrs. Tweedy yeah, is yeah, Miranda like Richardson. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was just going to say Mrs. Tweedy's Miranda Richardson. I've seen her and stuff. Yes. Yes. She's Liam Neeson's uh, wife. Well, now he's a widow, but yeah, he she they were when they were together in the 90s. Mm-hmm. No, that's Natasha Richardson. Oh, I got confused. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, you remember Sleepy Hollow, which we did cover? Oh, the villain Yes. That's ah, all. yes. Okay. Makes a lot more sense. And, uh, oh, apparently the movie um, takes place in Yorkshire, mm-hmm. England. So that's why there's this particular accent. It's also a British film, too. So Yes. Because yeah. then... the a British company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they are egg farmers. Like, they they take the eggs from the chicken and put them in cartons and all that stuff. And that's how they make their money. Mm-hmm. But money's kind of slow in a small English farm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's very small. And then after this, um, through the various attempts, a lot of them are just great. I don't know if any of you guys remember them, like any specific ones. Um, the most specific one that I remember is the, the first one, like they're trying to do it, like uh, with the with the spoon and everything, but also, like uh, the when they they're on information with that thing with the the feeder and they're trying oh, to the, get away and they the, go the, to the, the side. And I also like the next scene after this, like uh, they're on information and we see mm. how the presence of Mrs. Tweety as she's walking. And she's seeing her like uh, her sheet of all of the different uh, chickens and the, how they make production of eggs, and they put a like bounty, the one that you said. Uh, she makes a lot of eggs, like five eggs a day, but they notice that they and then you see the evil smile that Edwina, I think that was the name of that chicken, uh, yeah, Edwina did oh. not make eggs for a whole week, so. And everybody's like, why didn't no one told no one no one knew this? I should have given her one of my eggs. Or like even Bounty. So I was like, no one knew, no one knew. And then immediately Mrs. Tweety grabs her from the neck and we see her how the music goes out. And it, it gets her walking. We see that shot of the axe from afar. And we just see some some like a flipping. And we just hear the as we see, see Ginger it, from afar watching, I'm like, damn. Yeah. How did, <laughs> also, by the way, Mrs. Tweedy's boots, very much Nazi boots, uh-huh. like the tall black boots. Yeah. I was just like, and they're all lining up. Um, and also, Mr. Tweedy, something that I noticed, the way that he's hand-drawn and his hair, just, just add a little mustache. Yeah, he's Hitler. Like Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. 
I think he's called Tweedy also because his hat is made of tweed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, also, um, we did not introduce two characters. These are two of my favorites. Um, Fowler. Yeah. You get it. His, his name's a pun. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, we're all back in my day in the RAF and what's <laughs> not. Yes. And uh, Babs, who is just uh, another one of Ginger's friends. But she's super naive and just always cheerful and always knitting. Yes. I don't know where she gets, yeah. uh, where she learned to knit. And also the fact that chickens have like hands mm-hmm. in this movie. You just gotta, gotta roll with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because but, uh, I, yeah. I have some questions about the machine, what we can do to the machine scene. But yeah. Um, <laughs> what did you guys think about a literal chicken getting its head cut off? Part of well, yeah, you well, first parties. First, so like when that scene happened, like Raul, you were said earlier about um, Elena. Yeah, um, Edwina. Elena. Like you actually don't see it, but you can mm-hmm. still hear like the, the chop of the axe. Like when I was little, I was like so startled, like scared, because like I'm an animal person, so mm-hmm. like who knows it's animated, it still hit me. Like like oh no, I I remember closing my eyes mm-hmm. and like. Telling my parents to help cover my eyes. And so, yeah, that moment was, like, scary for me. And then, um, what what was the question again? Or Uh, Like, uh, what do you thought when you saw it when you were little? And Uh, and also, like I said, I was like, wow. Like, I remember when I, 2000, I was already, like, 11. So at that age, I already saw so many horror movies. So I was not that impressed by violence. But still, for a children's movie... That was one of the last ones that you can remember when a cho- when a children filmed in so violence, because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that after 2003 is when a lot of Disney movies, DreamWorks, etc., they were taming down slowly, yeah. and then we yeah. have the the really bad and some. Well, and then Shrek came along, and then oh, just Shrek, totally yeah. went like, "Screw you, Disney!" Well, literally, well, Shrek was made as a middle finger to Disney. That's true. Was, was Road to El Dorado a DreamWorks movie? Yeah, it was. It was. Because if you think about it, DreamWorks had a good run before Chicken Run because it's uh, Prince of Egypt was first, then the Road to El Dorado, and then Ants, and then this one. I think Ants came uh, I think before it, all that. I think yeah, Ants I, was first. Wait, no, no, no. Yeah, you're right. I think Ants so, was first. Because Bugs Life and Ants, they came out the same year. Yeah. Close to each other. Yeah, I think it was 96. 98. 98. Mm. Yeah, but there were them, those movies before Chicken Run. Yeah, but Rotor. And then Dorado. Shrek came out literally a, the next year, and then yeah. it was like. Shrek destroyed all of the records. <laughs> look, I love Shrek, but unfortunately, it did do a lot of damage for DreamWorks because every other DreamWorks movie very rarely did they hit the mark, but mm-hmm. they tried emulating Shrek. But then like we got the ways. DreamWorks renaissance with Kung Fu Panda and How to Take Your Dragon. Oh, no, I'm not saying that DreamWorks has made bad movies, uh-huh. but I mean, now they rarely yeah. have a good movie, but yeah. well, like I'm because... saying that it affected DreamWorks because before they were making like actual movies, mm-hmm. like Prince of Egypt is an actually really, really good movie. Not just mm-hmm. an animated movie. Even the music in that movie is just, like, beautiful. 
everything about that movie is it's beautiful. like a, I remember me and Bill were talking about about it last year I think it's the best version of the Ten Commandments and I even told my father sorry that I like this version more than the Charlton Heston one I was like how dare you my father said it. <laughs> no I agree and um oh I just looked up apparently he threw her in a coal bin that's why everything was yeah. black in there Ooh. Yeah. Uh, oh yes. How could I forget about the rats? Nick mm-hmm. and Fetcher. Nick, who is the short, fat one, mm-hmm. um, voiced by Timothy Spall, another Harry Potter alumni. Peter mm-hmm. uh, Wormtail. Yeah, the traitor. Yep. <laughs> I think we'll see him next year as well with a certain movie. Ooh. I'm not going to say what it is, but uh, yes. Um, I, I forget about the contraband rat- rats. How it's the short, fat one, though, is the smart one. And then the mm-hmm. tall, skinny one, uh, Fetcher, is just like, a, I was just like, they was flopping around in there like a fish. You're an idiot. Uh, maybe. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't know. What if those two rats had a a, a boss that it was, her name was Cruella? Maybe. Because they they're also, basically Horace and Jasper. They're yeah. Horace and Jasper. Oh, no, you mentioned it. Yeah, I can totally see that now. <laughs> yeah and then ginger calls also the chickens have a meeting in the in the coop mm-hmm. literally or in the hen house and they have like the order order and um ginger's just like or they're all looking like ginger okay what's the escape plan mm-hmm. and uh there's ginger's best friend and um engineer mac who is a scottish chicken voiced by <laughs> Craig Ferguson's sister, Lynn. Mm-hmm. And um, they're just like, okay, we tried going under it multiple times. That didn't work. So we're going to try to go over the fence for freedom. And then uh, they're like, Mac, show us. And Mac makes a, a, a catapult, mm-hmm. essentially. And then they put an egg in it. And of course, since they don't angle it, it just <laughs> boom, um, goes right against the wall and yeah, it just smashes the egg. And, the then few, away, and, like, mm-hmm. and then a few years later, we got over the hedge. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's where they got over the hedge from. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so they're just like, okay, we need certain stuff because the rats always smuggle in contraband mm-hmm. for like supplies and stuff. And they're getting tired of being paid in chicken feed and they mm-hmm. want to be paid in eggs. Why do they want eggs? I don't know. It's eggs. Mm-hmm. And then I love... Maybe they want to, maybe they want to contribute the eggs to Remy's restaurant in Paris. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, a little oh, crossover there between humorous and Pixar. Mm-hmm. Oh man. If chicken run and Ratatouille were somehow in the same universe. Oh man. No, uh, Mrs. Tweedy is just like, okay, so our farm is going to shit, which is true because running a farm, it'll, it'll drain your expenses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if it fails, you're screwed. And then she goes through a catalog and sees this. Oh, maybe we don't make eggs anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe we use the chickens for something else. Maybe we can sell the chickens. And Ginger immediately notices something is wrong because they start shipping in supplies and everything. And, well, um, they're still trying to get over 
the fence, mm-hmm. not the hedge. And um, that same night, also, Ginger's on, outside of the coop, and she sees this rooster mm-hmm. flying overhead, just screaming his head off. Mm-hmm. And that ends up being Rocky, voiced by Mel Gibson, whom you guys got to understand, back in the year 2000, mm-hmm. this was before all the controversy, and Mel Gibson had a fantastic <laughs> career. He was very, very mm-hmm. reputable. And he was he was in a lot of big movies. Like, he was, he was a bankable star. Yeah, like Forever Young... What well, women want? Lethal weapon. All of the lethal weapons. Oh, Mad Thanks. Max. Mad Max. I mean, he he had, say what you will about the guy, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna be honest. I actually really really liked his voice in this movie. What, what did you guys think about uh, Rocky Road, as his name is, because he's from <laughs> Rhode Island? Nice. He has his Australian accent pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the character, even though, you're, like you said, Billy, the actor is not that good, but his voice fits the character. Like, you mm-hmm. could like, you tell, like, Rocky's Rocky. Like, that's how, like, all these actors, their voices fits when they're casted. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he's an American rooster, <laughs> and he flies over the fence, and he crashes into the coop. And, of course, since it's all, they're all female... They immediately thirst for Rocky. Oh yes. <laughs> like well, they are very horny. Wait, I, I saved this for this moment. He's a cock in a barn full of horny British chickens. <laughs> <laughs> and you could say that he lit um they're trying to literally uh fly the coop. <laughs> so Jeez. this movie is very on the nose. But yeah, it's made for children. So. But also, like the 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 father rooster, he's like Americans. They're always late to every war. Oh, they're overpaid, oh, over sex. I'm over here. I'm <laughs> over this. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely tell since he's the only American. Mm-hmm. I I just really like how Mel Gibson just gives him like the, for lack of a better term, just cocky, um, smartass. Swagger, you know, like the old American, um, just like, like hey, guy. what's up? Like, like he's he's the cool guy, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like a Danny Zuko or something, where he's like the shit, yes. and he knows that he's the shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great comparison, nice. Mm, John Travolta will have been a great boss for this too. Ah. I can definitely see John Travolta as Rocky. That would have been that would have been cool. Oh yeah, and Ginger also finds uh the first half of a poster with the picture of Rocky on it mm-hmm. and it shows that he's flying. And then the circus comes because that's why he, why he flew mm-hmm. and they're looking for him. And he's just like, Oh man, I, I gotta get out of here. And he, he broke his wing in the process mm-hmm. and immediately banters with ginger. They have conflicting personalities. You know where this is going. Shocker. And, oh, man. Maybe a love romance? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's just, she's just like, you can fly. Show us how to fly and we'll hide you. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, all right, doll face, whatever. And she's just like, my name is Ginger and I'm an, 
I'm not going to hide you if you don't agree. Mm-hmm. And he reluctantly is just like, all right, fine. But I got to heal. No, and also, <laughs> but he says, I'm a lone free range guy. I was like, I don't want to go back. And then she's like, they just have to fly. And like when they, when they totally like uh, escape the, the circus person, like searching for the, for him. Mm-hmm. And she's like, he's like, okay, I will teach you all how to fly tomorrow, but, and then he's like, which bunk is mine? And all of that, I was like, and then he, and then he totally goes with the other rooster to share. Oh, yeah, Fowler. Yeah. I can't get over that they named a chicken Fowler. (laughs) (laughs) And he's just like, I can't, poppycock. (laughs) He literally says poppycock. All the British things. And then he's just like, hey, this isn't my ideal bunk either, pal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, you know where that's going to go as well. Oh, my God. <laughs> Americans. <laughs> Am I right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, then he wakes up and essentially becomes um, quote unquote drill sergeant. Yeah, he, he's making him do essentially just boot camp basic exercises like flap your wings flap them Mm -hmm. well he is spin around yeah spin around they spin around too much Mm -hmm. and uh he's literally sitting in a tub getting his back rubbed (laughs) it's great and ginger's visibly frustrated yeah at him because she's just like you're not doing anything he's like sure i am i can't do it myself but I'm, i'm helping Mm-hmm. Sort of, not really. So, what do you guys think about uh, Ginger and Rocky, like their rapport? Mm, you first. I have parties. Like rapport is in, well, like banter. Yeah, and like banter. Just like just overall chemistry. I really love their chemistry a lot because, like, Ginger, all she wants to do is leave the farm, and Rocky is like trying to pretend that he's a flying rooster. So, like, the banter back and forth, like, with arguments, and, like, I'll say, I'll do this, you do that. It's perfect. Yeah, and, uh, so, um, I think it's the next day when we get the, I'm not editing that out, mm-hmm. um, the uh, pie machine. Yeah, the flying machine, and no, also, pie. well, oh, also, babs. no, no, babs, uh, bunty. Oh, uh, when uh, Rocky's teaching them how to fly by literally making them. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, um, they're just like, okay, you need some stuff to fly. Mm-hmm. Um, perseverance, hard work, and hard work. Because that'll more hard work means more perseverance. And also, I love the rats. They're watching how all of them are practicing and they're yeah. making commentary. I was like, now, oh, it's raining hen. Now they're over at easy. Now they're scramble. Oh, they're poultry in motion. Yes, yeah, so when they use Babs like, as the flying machine, like when she lands on them, that's what, what's happening. We're flying. <laughs> She's just so naive, and I love it. And, uh, oh, yeah, they, they didn't explain death to her either. Because she's just, they're just like, oh, she's, uh, she's just like, Edwina's on holiday. Yeah. I like to go on holiday sometime. And I'm like, oh, God. Foreshadowing. Bad. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, the Rocky's saying, oh, he can't fly because there's not enough torque. 
Mm-hmm. And he didn't have anything to help take him off. So they're just like, Mac, make something. She's like, right. Also, Mac is a woman. Mm-hmm. I thought she was a man. Yeah. But it's not. And is like, okay. And essentially makes a slingshot. Mm-hmm. And they put Bunty on it. And he's just like, don't forget to flap. And she just like <laughs> shoots right off. Yeah. And she lands on Nick and Fletcher. And then they roll, then like, and then they then they roll away. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and there was also a scene where uh, they literally get, um, they're jumping off the uh, the coop. Sorry about my dog. Mm-hmm. Hold on one second. Anyway, um, they're flying off the the chicken coop um, <laughs> roof, mm-hmm. and all of them. For those of you that don't know, chickens can technically fly. But maybe like 30 feet mm-hmm. or so. They can't actually, they can't fly like geese. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> they're just all landing immediately yeah. and they're all piling up. And Ginger goes and she thinks she's flying, but she's just at the top of the pile. Yeah. And it's just great. And Rocky's just like, yeah, yeah you're making progress. She's just like, oh, really? Then you do it. Oh, but then Mrs. Tweedy is like, um, okay. Um, they, they check the chickens again, but mm-hmm. Babs hasn't laid eggs. And uh, they're like, oh, shit. Babs is probably going to die. But what happens is Mrs. Tweedy checks her, um, gets a measuring tape, and is just like, I want them all as fat as this one. <laughs> because, yes, Babs is a particularly large mm-hmm. chicken. Yeah. Or hen. She has a thick ass. <laughs> she, she's a fucking chicken. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, oh, double the rations. So she's literally fattening them up. And they're mm-hmm. all... Another thing I love is that chickens are notoriously stupid animals. Like, that's the reason why in Moana, hi hi. The chicken. Mm-hmm. That's why he's so stupid. <laughs> like they, um, they're notorious for that. And I love that in the movie. Like a lot of them are not the brightest. So Ch- Ginger is a special case. Mm-hmm. And but she immediately sees. She's just like, guys, they're fattening us up, and then they're gonna kill us. Mm-hmm. And then everybody <laughs> immediately gets depressed. And. Oh. Uh, Babs somehow knits a hangman's <laughs> noose. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like moping around and everything. Well, Rocky's and, looking at Norm and like, like when he sees her, she looks up to him like, and she's holding like a knitted yeah. noose. Like, oh shoot! Uh, I was like, oh, classic PG from the nineties. <laughs> I was like, damn. I love how it gets so violent, but also. When you said when when Ginger says like they're fanning us up, you know the first thing that came into my head, a classic moment from the Twilight Zone, was like Mr. Chambers to serve man. It's not to serve man. It's a cookbook. And I'm like, it's a no, cookbook. No, it's a cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> that random moment in and uh, the Twilight uh, Zone and uh, also and Naked Gun uh, twenty two. Yes. When that same actor makes an appearance and he just goes, it's a cookbook. It's a cookbook! <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they, of co- Rocky and Ginger, of course, argue with each other. Mm-hmm. And then 
he's just like, you're being too honest mm-hmm. and it's going to demoralize everybody. And then she just goes, I don't see what's wrong about telling the truth. Not like you who lies because she kind of catches on that. He's hiding something. She doesn't know what exactly, but she knows that he's hiding something. And then, um, Oh yeah. When the pie machine is assembled, I love the exchange between Mr. Tweedy and Mrs. Tweedy. He's just like, Oh, or he's just like, uh, she's like, it's a pie machine. You nitwit. (laughs) Oh, what kind of pies? Apple, my favorite chicken pies, you great big lummox. <laughs> like she's very much, she wears the pants in the relationship. Yeah. And when she's like, "Is it gonna be called Miss Tweety's homemade pies?" And they're gonna be in every grocery store uh, in the country. But why, Mrs. Tweety? No way. What about me? I was like, uh, uh, "My name is more macrable." <laughs> she's not wrong. <laughs> There's a reason why there's not many men. Uh, there, there's a lot of like old lady foods mm-hmm. stuff. I guess Orville Run- Redenbecker. And Chef Boyardee. That's true. But I mean, like, it's typically elderly people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love that uh, immediately um, Rocky gets a radio snuck in from the rats. Mm-hmm. Because he promises the rats they get along really well as well because mm-hmm. they're both like kind of scummy. And yeah. he's just like, yeah, I'll lay an egg for you. You know, it's mm-hmm. cooking up right now. <laughs> <laughs> and playing on the fact that they don't know that roosters can't lay eggs. Mm-hmm. And I love that uh, Ginger knows this as well. She's just like, you're lying to them too. And he gets a radio so that they can have a party and it's to boost morale. Mm-hmm. Classic. And we saw throughout the entire thing, like if you paid attention, that Rocky's injured wing, mm-hmm. it healed a while ago. He's yeah. just playing it up. But because also- he literally <laughs> gets a drink with it. Mm-hmm. Nobody notices it. Mm-hmm. That's a good detail. <laughs> So yeah, what did you guys think about the the whole party and dancing? I had a great time with it. I it's, thought it was fun. It's pretty adorable. What do you think, parties? It's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Like when they're all dancing, having fun, and like you see, um, uh, Mr. Fletcher, Fletcher, like they're like in the balcony area, just like mm-hmm. dancing. And then everyone's like dancing. And there were Babs and Bunty is like, yep. <laughs> they're, they're swing dancing yeah but also the song that flip fall fly don't care if i die <laughs> again it's very on the nose yeah but then, then you get a little center and rocky moment mm-hmm. when they're dancing together yeah it's the oh they almost kiss but no they don't hmm. not yet not yet because now that the machine is complete because mr tweety there's a whole montage of just him um assembling assembling it and then like trying to figure out how to fly and ginger is keeping track because she's just like oh once that machine gets up something bad is going to happen they take ginger because they know that she always tries to escape well mr tweety mr tweety and he knows that because he knows the chickens and i know exactly which one yeah and uh then he puts her in the machine Mm -hmm. rocky follows her and they have an entire scene 
with uh, the pie machine. There's a whole vegetable section. Um, the gravy gun. Uh, oh, yeah. The the dough part, the dough like smasher, like the whole thing oh, like smasher yeah. dough. They make the dough look so cool. And the gravy gun too. And I want to say this. In, it was in 2000. George Lucas was writing Attack of the Clones and saw this scene. He was like, I have an idea. Remember the Attack of the Clones scene when they're in the oh, factory yeah, for the, the robots? Factory. It looks mm-hmm. super similar. Remember when Padme, she's in one of those and you see that, that gun opening for the magma? That is almost exactly right. And so I'm like, good one, George. Good one, George. Yep. But um, this scene in the factory is pretty cool. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm like Mr. Tweety, I'm impressed that he did the whole uh, big ass machine by himself. Yeah, yeah he, he a lot put of work. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of work. I, I agree. And uh, yeah. after this, because they end up like in the oven section where literally Rocky is just like, hey, it's as hot as an oven in here. Boo, 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 all the fire mm-hmm. comes out. And his ass just keeps tripping into all the pies with the gravy. <laughs> and like, Ginger has to come back. Into the pies, like, yeah. Ginger. Yeah, and he, like, literally every step he makes, he's just <laughs> plopping face down. And the, for the thing I wanted to say in this moment, I'm like, those two should have been dead by now. Especially when Ginger goes back to the, to the oven and they're still, like, super hot. I'm impressed that they both survive. I know it's animation. I'm like, I'm well, so- I mean, ginger is there. It's just heating up. Well, true, but still, the hotness all around there. Before yeah. it's an oven, Rocky uses a carrot to mm-hmm. stop the gravy machine, and then the whole thing happens in the oven. Yeah, and then uh, Ginger goes back because she escaped first. Mm-hmm. She yeah. goes back to get Rocky, and uh, they pull, of course, the Indiana Jones moment where her hat ends up in there and then mm-hmm. they grab it at the last second something they would do with shrek 2 mm-hmm. um, oh yeah like boots and you know what people did not escape the oven the sanderson systems in hocus pocus i won my book what you pray when they're talking in french it's perfect and then uh, so rocky and ginger save each other and of course they bond and um uh, Fowler, he's always been very doubtful of Rocky. He's just like, oh, thank you. And I want you to have this. And it's his RAF badge, which mm-hmm. means the Royal Air Force. Yeah. Because he's going on about, oh, back in my day in the RAF, we we didn't stand for such nonsense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's very stereotypical British old man. And Rocky can't tell them, though. He can't fly because he's just shot out of a cannon. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing is that he knows that he can't fly. And they're just like, oh, you got to give us a demonstration because you can fly and get us out of here. And um, <clears throat> later that night, you know, he's just you see it on his face. He's he doesn't want to do it, but mm-hmm. it's that whole. Um, like a review. Oh, no, actually, this is something I appreciate. they do the lie reveal right Mm -hmm. because i've been on record saying i hate this cliche i hate it because it does nothing but slow the film down and it's just (laughs) padding for the Mm runtime which is already short again hour and a half Mm -hmm. like most children's films and here 
when Rocky leaves the next day, um, he gets the other half of that poster and it shows that, yeah, he's, he's mm-hmm. a stunt. What's, what's called a cockerel. Mm-hmm. And that's when, um, they all see it right there. And of course it's raining. Because green, like how they made the rain in the film was like impressive. Yeah, like back in the early like two thousands, you have like the rain, which nowadays the technology makes it better. But just the glimpse of the rain in this movie was just something special. Yeah, because they actually had to do practical yeah. stuff and trying to animate them like also, wet clay. That moment also is pretty dramatic too because there's almost like no lines in the music and you feel the deception among all of them seeing mm-hmm. that poster. Yeah, and then it just makes every it makes Bunty pissed mm-hmm. and it, like everybody is pissed and <laughs> she hits Fowler. <laughs> oh yeah, she hits Fowler straight in the face. And Babs too. Even that Babs is sad. Every time. <laughs> It's like when Fowler's like entry back at, at say Babs Bunts, um, Bunty like they have an argument and then like he j- she just hits oh yeah and she punches him across the, <laughs> uh, the coop <laughs> but even Babs is sad she you know who she reminds me of of Ralph Wiggum where she's just so innocent but just so happy to be there yes wow. like you expect her to just go like Haha, I'm in danger I just imagine Babs was like I'm in danger Yes. While knitting, because of course she knits. I just want to know where she gets all that, uh, all that, um, from the rats. Oh yeah, she must be paying them a lot of eggs then, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or she's just so nice that they give it to her for free. Maybe there's a there's a lot of uh thread that she has to knit. (gasps) Cool. And uh, might come into play later. You don't know. Mm Hmm. Yeah. Um. No, that's when Fowler tries to um, talk, be like, oh, it's not so bad. Well, back in my day, and then, yeah, then Bunty punches well, him in the face. Stop it with the back in my day. Mm-hmm. And, she... and then um, the the metal is on the ground, and then Ginger gets an idea. She's like, oh, we can fly. We can't fly ourselves. Mm-hmm. But you, she notices that Fowler said uh, he flew, and she's just like, "What do you mean that you flew?" Oh, um, we flew in a plane, of course, a Spitfire, which was World War II plane, and they're just like, "Okay, we're gonna build a plane and fly our way out of the farm." Mac, you are on engineering, right? And everybody else, let's build this plane. And it's a montage. Again, this is the third mm-hmm. montage of the movie. And it's it's great. Somehow, though, Mac is smart enough to engineer the designs for a plane. Mm-hmm. Using parts of the chicken coops. And yeah. um, they're using the nails from there. They're reusing the nails. They're getting the tools from Mr. <laughs> Tweety. Oh, poor Mr. Rats. Tweety. And then as the montage is playing, Mr. Tweety fixing up the machine. Yeah, he's fixing up the machine because they they wrecked the machine. So they're on a time limit. Well, Mr. Tweety thinks Mr. Tweety wrecked the machine. Yeah, because he said, he's just like, those chickens are organized. 
and uh, then um, they finish the plane just as the machine is finished. Mm-hmm. And as Mr. Tweedy is about to get them, because they would they would always have close calls where it's just like, oh, they're at night, but then they sleep. Yeah. Uh, this time they get caught. Well, before that, like when she goes, when uh, Ginger goes outside to coop while they're like getting things ready, she looks at the poster of Rocky, and then it changes from the next scene. You see Rocky just riding on his bike. He gets a bike somehow. I know, like 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 a tricycle. How? A stale six Rocky. I mean, also, it's a it's a rooster riding a tricycle. That's weird. And he's American, evil cannibal. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. he's he sees uh, an ad for Mrs. Tweedy's pies, and then he's just like, "Oh shit, I probably gotta go back." Mm-hmm. And so he ends up going back just in the nick of time. But uh, Mr. Tweedy gets them, and then Ginger's just like, "I always wondered if the humans could understand the chickens." Well, I guess like when she said "attack," he he says, "Huh?" I think yeah, that's she, she's just like. Attack and all the chickens. And Mrs. Tweedy just doesn't care. Like she's just ignoring him and everything. Oh yeah, I remember one of the escape attempts was that they to confuse the dogs, they would dress up as Mrs. Tweedy. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Stilts. But then of course, um a thread gets caught on something and then it shows it reveals them. They also do another tactic where they use like a, one of the gnomes. Oh, the gnomes! Yeah. <laughs> and um, no, they they end up gagging Mister Tweedy and putting him under the coal bin. Yeah. Or no, no, under under the one of the chicken coops. Mm-hmm. And they're about to fly, and they're just like, "Oh, Fowler, you can fly this thing, right?" And he's like, "What are you talking about? No, of course I can't fly this thing." They're like, you are on and on about the RAF. And he's just like, yeah, we were the mascots. They're just (laughs) like, so you've never actually flown? He's just like, God, no. We weren't allowed. We're chickens. (laughs) And they're just like, well, you're going to have to fly. Come on, soldier. Back in my day, today is your day. And he's always given like the salute and stuff. He's the um, basically imperialist. British military officer. He could also be. He could be also like the guy from Mary Poppins, the neighbor. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, the one that's always shooting off the cannon. Yes. (laughs) And um, yeah, they make a ramp, by the way, and they somehow make the plane where a bunch of chickens there or hens. They're really intelligent. Yeah, and how it works is it's like a bike. They're all pedaling at the same time. Mm. And it's somehow, it first of all, fits all of them. And second, the physics behind it is that they make a plane that literally flaps. And that's not, that's how aerodynamics works, guys. And the ramp was pretty strong to hold all of that, all of that weight. It's a milk crate ramp. Mm-hmm. And just as they're about to take off, though, Mrs. Tweedy sees them and uh tries to kill them with a hatchet nice and um 
they literally make a runway from Christmas lights and they're up in the air somehow. And then... Well, then Mrs. Tweety attacks, not attacks, she corners Ginger and like um, one of the things is on top of her. And so like when Mrs. Tweety's about to axe her, Rocky comes in. And oh yeah, and knocks her ass out with the tricycle. <laughs> Which again, it's a great escape tribute with... Um, the jumping of the bike over the long distance. Mm-hmm. Except this time he uses it to knock her out. <laughs> and then they use the the lights as a rope to climb up to the top as they're flying away. Yeah, they they literally have gone over the fence and they're just <laughs> flying over Yorkshire. Yeah, then Mr. Tweed's like he able to escape and like he still has his hand behind his back, he's still tied. It's so, like he's able to knock at the ramp away. But then they're just like, you got to turn around and go back again, which they do. Mm-hmm. As uh, Rocky and Ginger hold it up and mm-hmm. takes off. And not only that, they're, um, Rocky makes it to the top. But um, the light also, Mrs. Tweedy manages to grab onto the light just as they're taking off. Mm-hmm. And Ginger is about to come to the top and everything. And it's, or actually, no, she does come to the top. But um, they feel Mrs. Tweedy coming up, looking crazy, by the way, mm-hmm. with like the axe in the mouth and everything. I'm just surprised that this machine holds her weight. I yes. know. Like, I can yeah. understand the chicken's weight because they're like maybe 20 pounds at most. I mean, granted, there is a lot of there. There are a lot of chickens, but. Which is in the air, like the weight of her, like, like matches the, the plane. Yeah. And she would she would at double the weight. Not to say she's a fat woman, but she's she's a human woman. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're going down. And uh, before that, Babs somehow she's just like, Babs, I gotta cut the rope. Do you got any scissors? And she throws out a bunch of stuff from. She has a purse, by the way. And mm-hmm. the, these pink plastic scissors, which won't cut shit, but it's the best they got. Thank you. I was gonna bring that up. How the fuck you were gonna cut that with those damn plastic, horrible kindergarten scissors? Now, where that did she exactly get the scissors as well? Like, where did she get those items? The rats. Oh yeah. Speaking of the rats, um, as Ginger goes down there and is literally dodging getting her head cut off, um, the rats give up the eggs because they're just like, oh, we gotta d- distract her. Yeah. And somehow Mac made a like a catapult machine, mm-hmm. like a handheld one, so Rocky can fire eggs at uh, Mrs. Tweedy, and they keep hitting her. I'm like, how is Mrs. Tweedy not... How are her eyes not burning? Egg yolk in the <laughs> eye would hurt. And then yeah, we, we get the big... Like, we're all out of eggs. We're all out of eggs. And then you see that Mrs. Tweedy dramatically raises the hatchet going she literally does that and ginger is just like oh wait uh because she's almost done cutting the the rope and mrs tweedy knocked the scissors out of her hand and Mm then um slices down and then you get the dramatic no and you think that ginger's head gets cut off but it turns out she ducked in time and what? <laughs> the dramatic moment of 
somehow Ginger being strong enough to hold the hold weight, the rope, weight of the rope. Right. And then she lets go and goes, bye bye. Ah. And she, Mrs. Tweety crashes into the pie machine where like the gravy is just overflowing mm-hmm. like head first. Mm-hmm. And it's about to blow. And there's flying off. And then, of course, uh, Rocky and Ginger reunite. And before the kiss, that's for leaving. <laughs> and this is for coming back. Smooch. Yay! And I then... thought that she was going to do it like Natalie Portman. This is for New York. <laughs> <laughs> Basically that. So yes, Rocky and Ginger are now together. And then, then um, the pie machine yeah. it builds up so much pressure it explodes <laughs> and destroys the barn and you see mrs tweety's hair is like like a foot in the air yes and mr tweety is just like oh yeah when he saw it building up he just slowly backs off yeah closes the door well, he says i told you that they're organized and then he accidentally kills his wife. Yeah. <laughs> because the barn door crashes right down on uh-huh. her. Also the guard dogs as well. That's right. Yeah, so Mr. Tweety is a murderer. Mm-hmm. Oh, I told you that he was organized. Hey, he found a way to get rid of her of her of his wife. He you knew that he wanted That's to get true. rid of the this relationship. Yep, and then he's been abused by her a lot, like, oh well. Then they're flying off, and it cuts to black. The end. But there's an epilogue, because they found this bird sanctuary. (laughs) And they're just in comfort, and they're raising new chicks. So it leaves me to believe that Fowler and Rocky are the... Well, Fowler has to be the father, because they're all female. And Fowler's the only other male. And Rocky is with Ginger. Maybe he hooked up with that with what did I say? Bass? Maybe it's an open relationship. Maybe Bunty. But yeah, there's a bunch of chicks, and Mac is teaching them how to fly by shooting them off with a slingshot. Yeah. And it's just a happy place. It's literally the grass is greener on the other side. It's like a Pepperidge farm or like a hidden valley sort of place. And then they're just like, ah, isn't this great? And Ginger's like, no, it's better than great. <laughs> and then I love that um, uh, Nick and Fetcher, the rats, are just like, and maybe we should start a farm. Yeah, but we're going to need a chicken. <laughs> no, no, we're going to need an egg. And they literally have the chicken versus the egg conversation. It's really quick, but I thought it was really funny. And then, yep, that's the end. So that was Chicken Run. Also, do you notice that that island sanctuary, it looks so similar as the island where Dumbledore was buried in Deadly Hallows Part 1? Hmm. It looks so similar. Also, another thing that came into my head, when they had their sanctuary, so maybe a few a few kilometers next door, the um, Anita and I forgot the name of the guy in 101 Dalmatians has, have all of the Dalmatians Roger. in a bar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah that is like in the remake mm-hmm. oh you know what it's funny enough because Horace and Jet. we were talking about Horace and Jasper earlier and another 101 Dalmatians connection that's yeah, just a connection but yeah that, that was, was chicken uh, run so that would be all 
Oh, I'm sorry. I, I no, no worries. I was about to say, I don't know if y'all know, but like, there's like a, a sequel that's in development right now. Yes, actually. I knew about this. And Netflix is doing, well, Netflix is partnering with, yeah. It's actually so, in production right now. Ooh. Yeah, which I'm nervous because um, the actress who plays Ginger, like they're recasting her because like they think that she's too old to play to voice Ginger. Makes Which absolutely no sense because no. she sounds the same. And they have to recast Mel Gibson too. Well, yeah, they did not approach Mel Gibson for Rocky yeah. again, so they were going to recast him. We knew that was going to happen. But I'm just like annoyed that they recasting Ginger. Yeah, she's the main lead. I'm sure whoever it is is going to be fine. But... Oh, I know who's going to be Rocky. It's going to be Ken Hesworth because he's an Australian. Wait, who? Who? Chris Hemsworth. Oh, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Probably. He would probably fit he? the bill. Or the beak in this case. And, uh, yeah, do you guys have anything... I can't really think of anything bad about this movie. I don't have anything bad neither. This movie that goes into the bad. point. He doesn't overstate his welcome. It's one of those movies that tells a whole story in less than 90 minutes. It's a really good movie. What I call you? this a perfect movie. Mm. Okay, I don't know if I would call it that. A perfect movie? I... Yeah, a perfect movie. In my yeah, well, maybe, maybe. I could see that. It's a really good movie. And I definitely... It has its place in animation history. Because mm-hmm. this was like... This is also is the highest grossing stop motion yes. film of all time. That's really? What I, was I did not yep. know that. Two hundred and twenty-four million, I believe. It was made yeah, on a budget of forty-five million. So it was very successful. Mm-hmm. And I just remember there was no movie like it because it's stop motion. You never ever see kids with watching stop motion unless it's maybe like the Wallace and Gromit shorts. Mm-hmm. Even then, that's it's extremely rare nowadays because of all the different kinds of animation and i just remember watching this all the time as a kid too just i i just remembered enjoying it and uh yeah i never forgot the chicken getting its head cut off uh, don't think that <laughs> yeah, I'm in a... <laughs> even if it's not explicitly shown you know what happens oh you feel it you don't have to see it and uh yeah so on a scale of one to ten, first I want to thank Pardis for coming by. It's it's always nice to get it's always nice to get new people and uh just I'm just happy that you're here, man. Same, dude, same. Hope we'll be back sometime later. Yes, yeah, of for course. Sure. And what will be your rating, Pardis? Even though I'm pretty sure that we already know what you're gonna say. Yeah, well y'all know that my rating's a ten out of ten. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I will give it a nine. I saw this movie like once in theaters and once on VHS when I was little. And I, like 20 years later, seeing it as an adult, it still holds up. Maybe I need to rewatch it even more to consider it a 10. But it's not saying that it's a great movie. It's a really good movie. The thing that I'm afraid of is that thing of doing a sequel 20, 30 years later. Which I'm still nervous. Yeah. And you, Billy? I think I'm going to give it a nine as well. It's just a really, it's just a fun movie. 
like it's innocent enough, but it's also surprisingly dark in some mm-hmm. respects. I I forgot like how dark, and uh, it's it's not like uh, dark crystal or anything like that. But mm-hmm. still, I was just like, okay, that's that's the sign of a good uh, children's movie is that they have some scary moments or some mm-hmm. violence and stuff. But it's not overdone mm-hmm. because kids need to know about that. Now everything is they don't really have that anymore, mm-hmm. and it really shows because I think the generations are getting dumber because they're being sheltered too much. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so mm-hmm. I also I forgot to mention that I remember oh, when like the toys came out when I was young. I remember getting myself a bunch of Chicken Run toys. Nice. And they had a marketing for like Pringles, like the containers. They have like different like faces of the characters on the. Cool. Yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, that was Chicken Run. And um, so, Pardis, where can they find you on social media? Mm-hmm. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, at Pardis Jesse Dawson. And yeah, that's basically it. Okay. And uh, you, buddy, where can they where, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, and on TikTok at RobertRDC. You can follow the podcast at SYNSPod on Twitter. Also, please follow us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, the other ones. Give us a review. And you, Billy? Yeah, you can follow also, me on... Also Letterboxd as well. Sorry. Oh, nice. I forgot. Nice. Okay, it's it's all good. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Master of Puns one nine six. Every word starts with a capital letter. You can also follow me on Twitter at or no at Instagram on Billy Batson's Lightning. Lightning. Nothing is capitalized, and you can also once again follow our Twitter at SYNS Pod and give us a five star review and uh, like on Apple like that asshole <laughs> and listen to us on google stitcher spotify anchor soundcloud wherever podcasts are listened to and as always see you next summer dun, 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 dun.